Oh, wow. Oh, okay. oh wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. wow. You know. <laughs> Somebody help me, yeah. 
Hey, what are we doing? It's the best show here. Special pre-recorded episode. Have to pre-record one. Got some uh, family uh, personal stuff to take care of. Can't be there on a Tuesday. Don't want to miss a show. And I don't want to miss a show. And here I am on a recording this on a Saturday night. And the topic is, what are the dumb things you believed as a kid, right? Think about that. Holy guacamole. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, are there a bunch of those. But uh, I'm sure we all have a f- bunch of them. I don't even have to give the number out because it's not live. If you're hearing this, you can't call. It's happened. So let's just say it's time to start the best show. Tom, back here on a Tuesday night. You might be hearing this. You might be hearing it on a Wednesday night. I'm recording it on a Saturday night. Why? Because I could not do the show when I wanted to do the show. So I'm doing the show now because of family uh, health stuff and personal stuff. But that's how it is sometimes, and that's what you do. I want there to always be a best show on Tuesdays. That's important to me, so... Yeah. And we're going to talk about the... Hold on. We're 
I apologize for that clonk. I wanted to shut the door, first of all, because it's uh, echoey. And secondly, I wanted to just make sure we're rolling. We're rolling. The things that you believed when you were a kid, the dumb things you believed when you were a kid. Let's just go to the phones and let's start it and not stop it. Best show, hi. Hello. Hello, hi. Welcome to the best show. How are you? Can you hear me? I'm sorry. Are you there? I am. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Good. It's me, Tom. What's up? Who's this? This is Steve calling from Nevada. Long time, first time. Steve, welcome. Welcome. How are you tonight? Uh, I'm doing okay. What uh, to, to, to what do I owe the pleasure of uh, this call? Well, you said things we believed in uh, when we were children. I have two of them. Let's hear it. Uh, uh, the first one is actually an urban legend that I guess was fairly common. Uh, on the Ohio Players song Roller Coaster, uh, there's a, a woman's scream, and for some reason, rather than associating that with a roller coaster, the story was that, that was actually a woman being killed and they caught it on tape and it went into the song. Yes, I've heard, I heard that, I did not hear that as a rumor, I heard that that was a rumor when when that song was popular that they I guess the Ohio players is that yeah. who who did yeah. it the the word yeah. the word that that people thought or, or rumored that that was the sound of a woman being murdered yep i that, that happened uh we, when the song came out that's what we was in where i grew up in eastern nevada there seems to be a history of people um believing that the that records were the best way to serve justice or to to <laughs> like like either the Beatles the other Beatles were trying to get the word out that Paul was dead to try to navigate that conspiracy uh however they could you had uh Phil Collins of course recounting the tale of when he watched someone uh murder someone or let someone drown uh um, yeah, he, he, so, so that was his platform for that. And, uh, and then now you're saying the Ohio players record where it, uh, it was, uh, the sound of murder. Yep. Yeah. God forbid anybody thought that was the sound of pleasure, right? Well, the idea, I mean, the, the thing that's so stupid about it is it's a song about roller coaster and people scream when they're on roller coasters. I mean, I, I, I don't know now why I was so stupid then, even as a kid. I, I, I don't understand that. Yeah, isn't that there's, strange? There, there's one other one that's even more stupid. Um, this, as far as I know, was only in the area where I grew up. <clears throat> when on, on the back of labels on beer bottles, there would be dots, and it would be one or two or three dots. Mm-hmm. And somehow, somehow the rumor got out the story got out that if you could find a Coors bottle specific to Coors and it had four dots and you could get a girl to sign it, she had to have sex with you. And now, how old I mean, were you uh, when you heard that? Uh, nine, ten, somewhere in there. Okay. Just, just, be, just beginning to 
inner puberty, just coming up on puberty. So you're nine or ten, and you're believing that if you can find the rare four dot core, what was it? Cores or Huntington? What was it? Cores. Cores. Yeah. If you could find the rare cores label with four dots, get a on the get a get a woman to sign it, and legally she was obligated to uh, have intercourse with you. Yes, yes. Of course. So, there, was, there was never a tourist bottle that was left unbroken. We were, we would mash them looking for the, you know, and, and we never found a, a four-dot label. Needless to say, I'm sure the person who, who started that rumor knew it, that uh, it only went up to three dots. For, I, I never did find out what the dots meant on the actual label. They probably were some sort of plant identification or something, something so mundane to show where it was bottled or something like that. But as a as a kid, I literally smashed hundreds, maybe thousands of tourist bottles looking for the four dot label. Yes, someday you'll find it, my friend, and then <laughs> okay. you're going to get to smooch a lady. All right, legally you will. Yeah, she's contractually obligated. Yes, boy, what a fun time that would be to right, legally so. force some. Yeah, that's horrifying. All right, you have a good night. All right, bye. Bye. Yeah, that's uh, that's what we're doing. Could you imagine this kid smashing beer bottles? Yeah, that's a crime. That's a straight-up crime. Yeah, but those rumors as kids, like rumors and and uh, the the dopey things. Yeah. It's crazy when you, you think about those things you just believed. Um, as a kid, and look, this is as a little kid, not as a, uh, this is not me, as uh, any, anyone with any semblance of, uh, of uh, intellect at that point. When I was a kid, uh, I remember being thrown, and I've, I've probably said it on the on the show in the past, saying like, "Yeah, a kid." I probably I probably fudged this one and said, "Yeah, another kid in school thought this," but I think I thought it. Um, I probably was embarrassed. Um, just when I was little, you see the map, and you see Hawaii and Alaska next to each other, and you just. Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Don't question how they're next to each other. Not that I would think that that would be where Alaska would be. Of course it's not there. But you're just like, okay. I never thought about how far it isn't there. Best show. Hi. 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 To whom am I speaking? It's Teresa in Kentucky. Teresa in Kentucky. What's going on tonight, Teresa? Uh, I saw your tweet. So you're talking about like dumb things we believed as kids. 
Yes. Yeah, I've got I've got at least one that's been hanging on since childhood, even though I know it's irrational. And it's like what is that? Fear of the dark and fear of monsters under the bed. You were scared fear of, of monsters. Yeah. Scared of the dark. <laughs> like the, the dark I have good reasons, the monsters are more irrational. But there's just enough proof because we live kind of near the New Madrid fault and I didn't realize for years that the reason my bed was shaking is because the, the fault line just barely agitates my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it helped when I was a kid. I was watching um, a show called The Teller and the Tale with storyteller Jackie Torrance. Hey, what was the show? The Teller and the Tale. It was broadcast on Disney Channel at some point. And it was um, a folk folk storyteller lady named Jackie Torrance. Okay. And she she said, like, if you hear monsters or something, if you're afraid of monsters under the bed, you should just put your shoes under the bed. And putting your shoes under the bed before you go to sleep, like, gets gets rid of monsters. And this this like both made me feel better and justified the belief. So this was a thousand times more real to a three-year-old now that there was, like, an emergency strategy to prevent the awful thing. Yeah, that part is strange, the idea that you'd be like, because it is validating the existence of monsters because you're doing something to combat them from getting out from under your bed. You're, you're just a pair of shoes away from them getting out there. Exactly. What monster did you... How did you picture the monster? Well, not long after I watched The Teller and the Tale, I also watched Gremlins. Okay. And I guess you've seen Gremlins, right? I have. Um, and there there are various points throughout the movie where they are loose in the house. Yeah. And the monsters aren't necessarily shown, but things rattling in the house are shown. Yeah. So. And then when I was watching this was like a four or five year old at the end during the credits, there's a voice. I don't know if it's in the original audio of the movie or if it was a USA announcer when it was on TV saying that if you hear something in your house rattling a little bit, it could be could be just a family pet or it could be gremlins. Now, that's not cool. So, like, I don't know that I was really imagining a, a visual form, just like there were rattling things in the house, and a voice on TV said, rattling things in the house, there are totally monsters. I'm at the age where I believe everything. Yeah. So you're <laughs> worried about monsters. You think, they're every, you think they're everywhere now. Yeah. And then right after the voice on TV said that, something in the laundry room rattled. And then you're just like, see? The monster. <laughs> At that point, my dad comes home, and the door opening is the last last straw, and I totally lose it, and I'm banging on the wall by the door and crying and screaming that there are monsters. And ever after, I've never actually found anything in, in my room. I know better than to believe in it, but every now and again, the fault line rattles the house again, and my bed, this a really old bed, shakes a little, mm-hmm. or a cat comes out from under it where things settle in the closet. One night in my sleep, like my closet pulled and all my clothes were on, fell down. 
and everything, like whole closet wrecked, woke me up. Mm-hmm. Aftershocks, everything is chaotic in the closet. Well, that might have been a monster, actually. That sounds like a monster, <laughs> I gotta say. Your entire closet got trashed? Entire closet trashed Probably. Itself. There was no cat true. in there then, so that's like that time, that's that's the most proof I've ever gotten with monsters. Yeah. I think I might. And now you're making me believe in monsters. Why, why, why are you doing this to me, Teresa? Now I believe in monsters. <laughs> now I'm, I'm a scared. What are the shoes supposed to do? They're, they're, they're fixated on the shoes. Cause that's the thing with leprechauns too. If you put your shoes down or something, they can't, they have to fix them. Right. Or brownies to prevent. Yeah. They got to do like some cobbling like or something. Too. Prevent them from making mischief in the house. It's very strange. It's very strange when they created those those tales that shoes were such a big part of them. All right. Well, thank you for the call. Watch out for those uh, monsters, okay? Mm-hmm. Thanks, Teresa. Sure. We are talking about the dumb things that you believed when you were a kid. Best show. Hi. Hello. It's Jason out in Seattle. Jason in Seattle. What's up, Jason? I'm tired. My wife gave birth to our daughter six days ago. And, uh, Congratulations. What's the what's the, what's your daughter's name, if you don't mind me asking? Ella, like Fitzgerald. That's a good name. Yeah. And do you and like that? Is my great grandmother's name. It was your great grandmother's name, also. Yeah. You a fan of the kid? Oh, my God. She's incredible. You got to do me a favor, though. Look, you could just don't be one of these these parents who... Uh, this is all I'm going to say. Look, I know it's a miracle. You're excited. It's the best thing that ever happened to you. I'm sure of that. I'm sure it's the best thing that ever happened to you. But just realize it's happened a lot. Just don't, yeah, a few times. Just don't say things like, and don't take this the wrong way. I'm not picking on you. I'm, I'm happy for you. Just don't no, say. I need like, all the advice I can get. I'm don't, six days in. Just don't say like, I looked at this kid and I was like, I made this, <laughs> and I felt something bigger than me in the world. Mm. Even though that's true, it, that's I'm sure that's true. You just don't have to say it. No, no, I agree with that. And I've always been annoyed by that. But now I understand what people mean. Yeah, of course you do. It's a miracle of birth. I can understand it silently, though. That's that's fine. Yeah, or you can say it, but just don't act like you're, don't act like you uncovered this mystery is all I'm saying. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, no, no. No. Don't act like you just solved, you just found the missing piece of the puzzle and clicked it into the place. Everybody's <laughs> missed it until you found it. That's all I'm saying. Other than that, God no, bless no. you, you and your kid. Yeah. If anything, it just actually makes me feel more normal. Not, uh, not, not necessarily cosmic. All right. There you go. Yeah. Just don't do like a one man uh, show where you explain like, no. Like I realized there's more than just this kid now. I'm living for, <laughs> I'm not just living for myself anymore. There's something bigger than me. Yeah. Even though that's true. 
It's true. Yeah, I, I hear you. I know what you mean. That's all I'm saying. So th- this topic I have on the table, the things, the dumb things you re- believed when you were a kid. Yeah, you know, I saw the tweet, and uh, the first thing that came to mind is when I was in elementary school, I thought that my life was about to violently change when I got to junior high, which I guess is now known as middle school. Sure. But it didn't. Uh, and this was influenced by neighborhood kids that were older. Mm-hmm. We're all like classic style. We got to toughen you up for junior high. Oh, yeah. I had that. Yeah. I got that. But that's that thing where, and then you look back now, you're like, I don't even know if I could tell the difference between junior high no. and high school. Like, no. Like, if you yeah, showed me images like from it, I might not. Yeah, the locker's bigger, maybe. Right? Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine having a locker now? Wouldn't that be nice? No, I, I would it be? Would there something, it would be something nice about that. Well, something to decorate. Yeah. Put a little you put a, a picture up in it, right? Who would you put a picture up in your yeah. locker? And please don't say your baby. Uh, don't say your baby. No, no. Um, who would I put a picture up? Oh. Uh, would you would you put a would you put a picture up in your locker? Patty Lapone? Maybe uh, Davy Williams, the guitar player, who died today. I think. There you go. He died. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Very influential guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I thought I thought junior high was going to be like uh, a my bodyguard situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You thought you were going to get into fights and kids were going to be coming after you and didn't happen, did it? No. What's the worst thing that happened to you? What's the worst thing that a kid did to you? Swirly? Did you ever get a swirly? Um, you know, it's through, it's just it's just like a little, a little bit of uh, posturing, but nothing much. Yeah, I remember. I distinctly remember being uh, it was around like May of uh, sixth grade year, almost ending sixth grade, and I was about to go into junior high school. Mm-hmm. My dad said, "Hey, we got some." some Red Sox tickets and I looked at the schedule and we had, we, uh, we were going to go in June and then we were going to go in September. Mm-hmm. And I saw that September date and I was like, by then I'm going to be in junior high school. I'm not even going to want to go to a baseball game with my dad. Life is going to be different. I love it. But it wasn't at all. Was it? No. It was just more of the same. Uh, you know, I thought it was just going to be like a, a bloodbath. Uh, I loved the Warriors as, as a kid, too. I, I kind of felt like junior high was going to be the Warriors. Yeah. Clinky, they figured you'd be uh, clinking uh, uh, the milk cartons. <laughs> Three milk cartons in the hall, right? Yeah. No, that's not what happened. I think though, the only it? thing that changed in seventh grade is my mom gave me a dollar for uh, for the lunch that they had there, and, I, and I, I bought three ice cream sandwiches every day. You bought how many? Three. Three. You loaded. You, yeah, you, they were 30 cents each, and then I kept the dime. You knocked three back a day. Yeah, that was my lunch. 
Yeah, and then the other thing is, you you save that dime. You're you're you got a, a one and two thirds by the end of the week extra. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I I actually think I remember buying four sometimes with that extra dime. <laughs> <laughs> if you ate four ice cream sandwiches now, what would happen to you? You'd throw up, wouldn't you? I probably would. I probably would. <laughs> Your body would literally reject four ice cream sandwiches. Would just be like, no, yeah, not no happening. Way. You're literally going to vomit now. There'd probably be palpitations, yeah. headache, sweating. Yeah. Then as a kid, that was just Wednesday. Oh yeah, that's just let's go for it. Yeah. Three, maybe four. Knock them back. <laughs> All right, buddy. Congratulations on the birth of your child. That's fantastic. Yeah, thank you so much. Right, you have a I'm, out, I'm out here to tell all the little kids that junior high and middle school is going to be just fine. Yeah. Do you want to record a message for your daughter now and, and say something about the future? <laughs> I don't even know if what's going to happen in 13 years. So, uh... Just give it a shot. Let's do a little something. It's just a, a lot of love for her. That's all. I'll record it, but I'll don't be you. To, I'll be and, you now because you're. We're trying. We're trying. We're trying to give her everything we need. She needs. Hey, uh, sweet pea. Here's your pop. Here's your pop. Here's your pop. Just want to let you know. First of all, I'm sorry. I don't see a whole lot now. I, I'll be getting out of jail soon. <laughs> I'll be getting out soon. And uh, someday you'll see me not behind the behind uh, a wall of glass. <laughs> but just realize, junior high's rough. It's rough. <laughs> You're gonna get ice cream sandwiches. Eat that third one, not the fourth one, though. That's your that's your yeah. advice from your old pop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you have a good night. That helps. Thank All you. Right. Best show, hi. Hello? Hello. Hi, Tom. Hi, welcome to the Best Show. To whom am I speaking? Hi, my name is Brianna, and I live in Troy, New York. Brianna from Troy, New York. What's going on in Troy tonight, Brianna? Um, I was just watching a movie, so... Let me see if I can guess what movie. Okay. Okay. Give me one hint, but not an, not an obvious hint. Or no, I'll ask you uh, questions. I'll ask you questions. Okay. Is, is the movie more than one year old? I think it's about a year old. Hmm. Are there superheroes in this movie? No. Did this movie make you cry? I mean, it probably made some people cry. It didn't make me cry. Okay. You're never going to guess it. I'm getting closer though. I'm getting closer. Maybe, yeah. Did the movie did the movie make you laugh? Kind of. Okay. <laughs> All right, give me one hint. Give me one hint, Brianna. I think a hint could be um prison. Prison. Yeah. Prison. I don't know what movie. <laughs> It's this movie, Brawl in Cell Block 99. Yeah, I never would have gotten that. You're right. What is that, a Vince Vaughn movie? Yeah. 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 
Yeah, I never would have gotten that. Did you see it? No, I didn't. What did he do in that again? He, didn't he, like, smash a car up or something? He, yeah, he smashes the car up with his bare hands. And um, it also has some of the most violent scenes I've ever seen in a movie. It's really upsetting. But I kept hearing that it was good, and so and that director is good, mm-hmm. Craig Zoller or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm still making up my mind. I have no idea. I've never seen any of that dude's movies. You get these people, or there's some people like them and some people don't. I don't know. I have no no opinion either which way. Well, what do you like lately? Uh, oh, well, um, I wanted to tell you that what we do in the shadows is so good. Oh, good. So Thank you. I'm glad you like it. Did I make... everybody's great. Um, Guillermo is so 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 funny. Yeah, they're so all funny. they're all great. That's Harvey. He's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. He's so good. Good job. Everybody's great on it. I'm glad you like yeah. it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so now the, I... what we're talking about tonight are the, what are the dumb things that you believed when you were a kid? So I don't know if this is dumb or even interesting, but for a long time, my mom used to always say that Jim Henson died because he didn't take all of his antibiotics. And I believed that well into my 20s. Okay. I never really looked into it, um, but that's not how Jim Henson died. But he was sick. Didn't he, like, rush to the hospital or something, and then... Yeah, he had, like, a, um, like a staph infection, I think, or something. Okay. That's all. It's pretty boring. I don't know. I don't right? Wanna... Man, I hope I don't croak like Jim Henson. Back of a cab or something. Was he in a cab? Yeah, it wasn't. He was, like, coughing up blood and yeah. just goes to show you got to this guy's got more money than god still doesn't keep you alive though no doesn't don't keep you yeah. alive that's all i got well brianna you have a great night thanks for calling you too have fun bye night. best show hi hello is this tom it is tom who's this um this is Ed from Portland, Oregon. Ed from Portland, Oregon. Ed, what's going on tonight? Do I know you, Ed? Uh, no, we haven't met. Okay. Well, now we have. Sorry. We have. I hope you're having a good evening. Um, yes, I am. Good. What's new? Good. What's new with you? What's going on in Portland that's exciting? You go to Voodoo Donuts? last week. You're online at Voodoo Donuts right now? And- I had we've had one voodoo donut. It was very disappointing. It was yeah. very colorful, but uh, they're just not very good to eat. Yeah, which seems to be an important part of the donut experience. You'd think you'd think that the eating po- po- uh, component of the donut would would carry some weight. Uh, yeah, not a lot, not a lot here. Doesn't seem to. Uh, doesn't seem to. No, there's other features that they want to um, emphasize. Color, um, yeah. novelty, yeah. Uh, but uh, you, I saw on the Twitter that you were suggesting people might uh, uh, call in with dumb things they believe to his kids. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, um, I thought that uh, that to become a, a policeman police officer you had to formally be a criminal uh, 
and that when they uh-huh. caught you, uh-huh. that's yeah. how you became a cop. I oh. believed that till I was nine or ten. Well, I think that's actually true. I think you actually you're actually much oh, closer to the truth than <laughs> than you thought. Some of these cops were the worst. They were the worst people. Some of them, yeah. Yeah. So you think I'm, I was, I was, uh, it was a double? You, yeah, you misperception? are. Exactly. You, yeah. you were strangely close to the truth. <laughs> yeah. But it, it helped me feel, I think, some extra empathy for criminals or villains or bad guys because I knew that they could always be redeemed by, um, Man, you know, putting on a badge. People don't care nothing about the bad guy. You know what I mean? Right? Well, they they get uh, they get a bad rap. You got to make sure the bad guys are all right. You got to give them a chance to not be bad. Look, I mean, look, bad people, bad people are bad, right? They're bad. There's some bad people. Yeah, but they're bad. But yeah. but at some point, we got to help bad bad people get not bad. Yeah. Right. And it's hard for a kid to kind of wrap their head around the idea of bad people because all kids are pretty good for a while. No, that's not true. No. <laughs> some kids are right, when, when do kids stop being good? Right, some kids are never good. I know some real some jerks. Some cradle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess become a cop and yeah, then become right. a criminal again. Yeah. Swing back cycle. and forth, yeah. Yeah. It's like training day. <laughs> Is that how that worked out? Something like that. He was a bad guy and a good guy at the same time. And he picked which one he uh, was. Yeah. 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 So that's that's something I uh something I thought was I thought for far too long. Well, I like it. I like it. All right, buddy. You yeah. have a great night. Good. Good night. Best show, hi. Oh, no. Nobody's there. <gasps> what happened? Here we go. Here we are. There you are. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom. Hey. To whom am I it, speaking? This is Rodrigo from Mexico City. Rodrigo from Mexico City. What's going on in Mexico City tonight, Rodrigo? Um, nothing. Just uh, I'm just watching a, a baseball game here. What game? The, the Boston Red Sox versus the Arizona Diamondbacks. Ooh, that sounds like a thriller. Oh, man, I'm I'm on the edge of my seat. I've been on the edge of my seat for uh, three hours now. Now, are you a uh, – who do you root for in that game? Uh, I actually – I watch games of teams I hate. This is in all sports, so I hate the Red Sox. Um, and they're, they're having a horrible start of the season. They're 2-7, and seven, I think, so I'm – I'm just watching them to see if they will lose another one. So you're kind of you're kind of enjoying this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this thing I do. Something I think about: Why do I do this? And why do I watch teams I hate just so they can like? It, it doesn't make any sense. But I don't know. Whatever. No, I, I get what you're saying. It's uh, there's something there's something uh, there's something there's something odd about it. It, yeah, and I think it speaks, and I'm not going to get into it here, but I think it speaks about just my general uh, just way of living and thinking about things. Mm-hmm. That I, I, I don't know how many hours I've wasted watching uh, Tom Brady 
win, just hoping he'll lose one time. Yeah, you're not a fan of Boston, apparently, right? Yeah, I have a thing with definitely. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't really like Boston. Now, what is that? Where Where does that come from? Um. Well, uh, like the superficial thing, I think, is that uh, they're annoying sports fans, and they're very good at uh, like the Patriots are very good, the Sox are very good. Um, that's one. And the other thing is that uh, the, I, I lived in the U.S. for a couple of years. And uh, just, I'm not speaking of Boston people in general, uh, but there were a few people from Boston who did not like the fact that I was um, Mexican. Okay, yeah, that might do it. Uh, I'm going to say you. That's fair. Uh, yeah, that's those are those are legitimate grounds to not be uh, to, <laughs> not, to not be super fans of people that they did not. That people there did not like you because you were yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and again I, I, this is not the general these were just like a couple of guys mm-hmm. who were just uh, anyway yeah. yeah so look it doesn't it does look it's like you know it's like yeah not everybody is gonna hate you for that yeah, but, exactly, but look exactly, certainly exactly. but you know what you ran across a couple that did that's enough. Yeah, they were very Boston. They had like, uh, like uh, those tattoos, those four-leaf clover tattoos. They were very Bostony, so it just stuck with me. Yeah, it should. Yeah, that's it. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong about what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> and now, I'm, and now I'm watching the Diamondbacks mm-hmm. on a Saturday night. I mean, it's yeah. yeah. So you're cheering for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, just just despite <laughs> those monsters. Exactly. Your life, years later. Your, your life is now built around rooting against, <laughs> like making them be unhappy, rooting for their unhappiness right. through their sports teams. Right. Yeah. And it's it's not where I want to be in life right now, but that's I mean, whatever. It's what are you gonna better. do? What are you gonna do? Uh, but I, there was a topic, right? Yeah, we were, we were talking about the, 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 the dumb things that you believed when you were a kid. I have a couple. Are we, are we live right now? Are we on the air? We are not live. This is going to be oh. aired uh, in a few nights. So I have a couple of things I believed as a kid that are really dumb. Okay. Both involve my father. Um, I remember my father used to be a really big uh, rock music fan, like classic rock fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we listened to the radio a lot in his car. And I used to think that the bands were actually in the radio station. Like down at the station? Yeah, they're playing live. Like what bands did you picture down there? Aerosmith? Well, <laughs> I mean, I was really young. Sure. Um, I would hope but so. I'm, I would hope yeah. you were. I would hope you were very. I would hope you weren't 11 and. <laughs> No, no, no. I was, like, I was so young that I really didn't even know uh, what I was listening to. Yeah. But I'm going to say, like, uh, there was probably Rolling Stones, like the Rolling Stones were in a, in a radio station in Mexico City playing a song, just one song. Yeah, and then packing up and rolling out, and then the Who walked in. <laughs> yeah, then uh, Eric, Clapton's, Eric Clapton's waiting uh, outside. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the other thing uh, was faxes. I asked my father how faxes got from one place to another. Mm-hmm. 
And he said through the telephone cable. So I, and this was for years, I thought that actual like rolled paper was traveling through the um, telephone okay. cables. You thought it was like a, like a pneumatic tube system. <laughs> yeah, but I, this I blame more on my father because when he told me that, I mean, I know what he meant. Like now I know he meant like the information was traveling through there. Yeah, but, uh, your, I, your mind just drew up an image, though. Yeah, but I asked him that. I said, like, the actual fax is in there? Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, so I, I, he just didn't want to explain it to me, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so then I thought that faxes were in... What do you call that? K- k- telephone? What, what is that? What do you call... The cable? I guess, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah tell I don't know. <clears throat> um, well, look, yeah. you, 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 you live and you learn. Yes. Yes, sir. So, look at you now. Look at you now, knowing everything, right? Yeah, listen, man, I, I know everything. I'm watching the uh, my dear Diamondbacks. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're, you love yeah. you and your Diamondbacks. You love them so much. Yeah, yeah. We're We're doing great. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you're such a fan. You're you're a super fan. I'm a I'm a diamond back. I'm a diamond head. Oh yeah, you are. I know. You look. Everyone knows you as a, as such a yeah such a huge diamond diamond back head. Right. I mean, it's yeah, it's so much part of my identity. <clears throat> yeah, we love it. We love that about you, though. Thank you. I think it's kind of like a, it gives me some texture. Yeah. My personality that I love the Diamondbacks. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, buddy. You have a great night. Thanks, Tom. Okay, Mike. He's a funny guy. Best show. Oh, what? Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. How are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Craig in Jersey City. Craig? In Jersey City. What's going on, Craig? Uh, not much. I have one for the topic. All right. Let's hear it. Uh, so I'm not sure if this was like a common thing, but I thought that the right to bear arms was about wearing T-shirts. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Let's let's take this slow. You thought okay. the right to bear arms mm-hmm. was about, you mean like literally bear arms? Yes. Okay. Because I've seen shirts that, on the boardwalk, that say that. Like making that joke. Are you making a joke? Are you you making a joke, or is that actually what you thought as a kid? I literally, (laughs) I brought it up in class one time. Mm -hmm. It was like talking about rights, and I said I was grateful for that one, and my teacher was just kind of like, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's that thing where how did you how did you walk how did you navigate that after you saw the lo- the look on their face? I probably looked it up afterwards and was like, yeah, I'm not going to talk, I'm not going to broach that topic. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's uh, leave it. Yeah, you decided to leave that one uh, leave that one by the side of the road. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good for you. That's a good one though. Thank you. How old were you when you thought that? This, 
It might have been like the second or third grade. Okay. All right. All right, buddy. That's a good one. Thank you. Have a good night. Have a good night, Tom. Bang. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. Uh, this is Hans from Albany. How are you? I'm good. Hans from Albany. What's up, Hans? Yeah. You know, I love when you do these things. Uh, I imagine you are you familiar with Donald Fagan. I am. Uh, I guess I imagine you uh, appearing like the cover of the Nightfly, his solo album. Yeah. You are uh, smoking a cigarette and doing your thing. Sure, I'm and not smoking. Can... Not smoking. I'm not. I'm not wearing tinted sunglasses. <laughs> but I'm talking uh, into a microphone. That's awesome. Now, how have you been? Because I, I understand that uh, the last few weeks you sounded a little crabby on on the show. And you sound a little sad, and there's some talk that you've uh, you're depressed. So uh, I'm hoping that you're okay. Where, where, where's where's this talk? It's on the it's on the Facebook uh, forums. You know the uh, the friends of Tom Facebook. People are like, I don't know if Tom's okay or not. So there's a lot of talk. Well, I appreciate people caring. Of course. Of course. I mean, you're uh, you're our leader. We can only. I'm not your lead. I'm not your leader. <laughs> Don't say that. I know. I know. I know. I know. Well, uh, I'm going to get to the topic because uh, I, I, I value your time. But you didn't wait for my answer. You didn't. You you rushed past my answer. I'm sorry. That's okay. all right. No, I'm not going to answer it now. Well, I mean, okay. I do have uh, I do have an answer to the topic. Let's Which hear I it. think will please you. Let's hear it, buddy. All right. When I, when I was a child, my father was kind of a cut-up, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was skating at this place called Skateland, which uh, no longer exists. But when it did, you could skate for $5 all day. And I bruised my knee really badly because I was kind of a, like, a, I'm still, I still am, but at the time I was really top-heavy. Like I was like a big guy, you know? Okay. And it fell hard. And my father said, you know, if you get enough bruises, it'll give you cancer. Right? Okay. And I believed that until I was like 15. You believe <laughs> that if, well, first of all, that's a weird thing for your father to say. Of course. Yeah, he was kind of a weird guy. He still is a weird guy. Your father said, if you get enough bruises, you're going to get cancer. Yeah, he's like, yeah, bruises give you cancer, so don't get too many bruises. Like, it was his nice, it was like kind of his roundabout way of saying, take care of yourself, mm-hmm. but in a very strange way, yeah. <laughs> so I had a loose, at seven years old, I had a very loose grasp of what cancer even was. Mm-hmm. But I said, well, okay, I remember the very moment. Because um, I was also blessed with a photographic memory, which is a blessing and a curse. Sure. And definitely a curse a lot of the time. But I um, I said basically like, okay, and then like I believed it forever. So I really, I just stopped doing a lot of physical things because I didn't want to get cancer. You were worried about <laughs> those bruises. I was. I was. Yeah. My father was really into uh, like ELO and like Steppenwolf and stuff like that. And he would like drink a lot of beer and like hang out and he was kind of like a like a hard charger he was a truck driver too okay 
And so it's not out of the realm of possibility that he would make up something like that just to kind of like, in, a, in his own way, kind of like make me not be so careless. But also scare the wits out of me when I got older and figured out what cancer was. I was like, oh my God, I've had so many bruises. It was like, I'm a sure, I'm a sure bet. I'm a slam dunk for cancer. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like uh, troubling. And then I realized that he was full of it. The first of many times I realized he was full of it. Oh, that hard charging, <laughs> truck driving, beer drinking. Son of a gun. Yeah, right? Yeah. You like to watch wrestling on TBS, too, if you're familiar with that, which I think you are, because you played Hard Times by Dusty Rhodes on one of your shows recently, which charmed me to no end. God, and more than people need to hear that. That's powerful speech. God, it's so good. I I was more of a Ric Flair guy. Like, I love when he's like, my shoes cost more than your house. Like, I love when he says stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I remember he said, my shoes cost more than your house, and the rent is twice as much, which I thought was a great insult. A good put down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that Dusty Rhodes thing is like, I shot it out after you played it. Mm-hmm. And my God, I was like, it brought me to, it didn't bring me to, I don't say it brought me over to tears. That's a little dramatic, but it definitely stirred something inside of me. It's really good. And I'm glad that you brought that back to the forefront, even for a moment. So thank you. Well, it's my pleasure. <laughs> it's always my pleasure. I listen to the best show every week. Oh, well, you're a sweetheart, and uh, you have a great night. Hey, you too, Tom. Okay, Thanks. Bye. Talking about me on the forum. Best show, hi. Hey, how's it going, Tom? It's going all right. To whom am I speaking? This is Joseph from Fort Worth. Joseph what now? Joseph from Fort Worth. Joseph from Fort Worth. What's going on in Fort Worth, Joseph? Not too much. Just hanging out, waiting for uh, you to pick up. And I just did. <laughs> so um, I had something for the topic. All right. What do you got? Uh, so in uh, about third grade in elementary school, I had a friend, uh, or not really a friend, but an acquaintance named Joey D. And he told me that uh, his dad had worked for Sega or was working for Sega and that he could get me uh, any free game that I wanted. So I came up with a list of games that, you know, I had wanted at the time and then uh, gave it to him and waited, you know, day after day and kind of check in every so often and say, hey, you got the games or, you know, yeah, how's that did your dad out? get the games or whatever. <laughs> and then obviously they never came. Yeah. He was just one of those fibbers. Yeah. A little, a bit, a little bit of a fibber. There were kids that did that. Yeah, it was weird because you know, cause at the time, it's for something that you would believe for whatever reason. You don't know what people's parents do, and it's kind of a mystery, like, what they could be doing. But yet, for some reason, you're not old enough to understand, like, oh, even if his dad did work at Sega, he's probably not going to be able to get you, you know, 20 games yeah, they're not free. just handing piles of free games out to, like, he's going to go home and go, and dad, there's this kid at school I barely know, and he worked he worked up a pretty comprehensive list of all the games you have to get him. It's about it's about three hundred dollars worth of games for this Some kid. Accountant at Sega. Yeah, they're running that. They're just handing piles out every day. Because hey, what do you need that pile of games for? Oh, my son. Uh, 
My son asked a kid at school he barely knew to work up a list of any game he wanted, and these are for him. Oh, okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That is so. so anyway, funny. that's all I had. I appreciate it. So you were. Yes. You're. Oh, sorry. That's what okay. happens when you do the show at night. Now I'm <laughs> tired. I'm tired. So you were just like, this kid said. He told me to. Did you go home and tell your parents this? Uh, I I don't remember telling my parents, but I definitely told my other friends. This kid was kind of like um, more of a you know a nerdy kid, and I definitely am nerdy myself and was nerdy at the time. But he was more of like um, kind of like maybe got picked on a little bit more. So he sort of had like you know this this I guess incentive to kind of get people on his side by making up these fibs, you know, about his life that would maybe win people over, um, however ludicrous they were. But I, I definitely told my friends, um, who probably also maybe tried to talk to him and ask for their own <laughs> piles of gain. Yeah, yeah, there's uh, some short-term gain on that one for that kid. <laughs> yeah. Long-term loss on that. That's not, that blows up in his face every time. Yeah, I, he's one of the few people from my school at that point that I'd kind of really lost track of and com- like even a year or two later just kind of had no idea mm-hmm. where they went who you know what they were doing anymore it just he kind of uh disappeared <laughs> more or less wow that is yeah. uh that is something else you someday you'll get that pile of games he's going to show up with oh yeah my dad yeah. <laughs> got those games a mysterious hey, package in the mail yeah. i'll just bring it right to your door oh hey, man i got those games <laughs> Fire up the Sega. <laughs> coming in. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, buddy. Too funny. All right, thank you, Tom. Good night. Oh, yeah, I knew kids that just, like, fibbed. and I remember kids sending me on a wild goose chase for, like, Star Wars figures. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, they have them at the store. You go to the store. Yeah, we don't have those. Are you kidding? No, but the kid, at, the kid at school said you had them. Well, I work here. I don't see that. I don't see that kid here. All right. So let's see who's calling now. Hmm. I'm going to tell people on Twitter to start calling again. Hold on. Call the best. Not the beat show. The best show. Pre-recording. Right. Hold on. I misspelled recording. Right now, exclamation point. What are are the dumb things that you believed as a as a kid? Two oh one, three three two, a three four, eight four. It just goes uh, just like that. Yeah, I remember getting uh, 
looking for these Star Wars figures that were nowhere to be found, probably didn't exist. What is that compulsion to say a thing that you know is going to blow up in your face? You know it's going to... Well, maybe kids just don't know it doesn't end well. It's all short-term with the kids. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom. Hey, yes. Hey, it's David from Manhattan. How are you? I'm good, David. What's up with you? Oh, just a quiet Saturday night here, and uh, I saw your tweet, and Uh I I thought of something that was uh, good for the topic and figured I'd call in. All right. Well, the floor is yours. Well, thanks. So I used to think that my dad, my father, made it snow. Okay. Because he told us it did. So your father said, I make it snow. Yes. So he would, like, obviously hear the forecast, and he would come into our bedroom, me and my brothers, and he would make this announcement, like, yeah, I think I'm going to make it snow tonight. Mm -hmm. And we completely bought into it. Well, that is, uh, did, did, did your dad have some sort of, uh, uh, power complex? <laughs> I guess so. I mean, he, he told us he had this machine and we never saw it. He would never show it to us, but the machine did it. And yeah, I mean, thinking about it now, I guess he did. Yeah. You know? Did he do other things like that that made you, uh, that that gave you the impression that he was in control of the elements, or no, not really. But I, I guess as as kids, we just thought this was like so amazing. Like we knew the person that actually made it snow, and I, I would tell my friends at school too, and and they they believed it also, which was kind of the weird thing. They believed that your dad made it snow. Yes. <laughs> What were you so just stupid like, right now. <laughs> he has a machine. No, you guys got to understand. He has a machine. He can do it. And he comes into our room and he tells us he's going to make it snow. We look outside. It's not snowing yet. And then uh, then in the morning, it's snowing. And I, I remember, like, if it didn't snow the next morning, you know, he would say, oh, he, he changed his mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I got to make these kids believe I'm some sort of, some sort of God and can control the weather. These kids have to believe. I mean, he was pretty, he was pretty strict with us. So maybe, I don't know, maybe this was his way of like Mm -hmm. getting an in with us or gaining our respect somehow. I I don't know. He gained your respect. He said like, these kids don't respect me. I got to make them think I control the weather. That'll that'll earn their respect. You'd think he'd shoot for something a little smaller, you know? Yeah. yeah. And you're in school. It's like, yo, uh, hey, it's it's it snowed. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> exactly. That's my dad's machine. What? <laughs> yeah, my dad's machine makes it snow. What machine? Oh, well, he hasn't shown it to me, but uh, <laughs> trust me. My dad's machine uh, makes it snow. What are you talking okay. about? I, I feel like he, he kind of took advantage of us a little bit. I mean, in retrospect. Yeah, I'm going to say he did, too. Is your dad still around? 
He is, yes. You ever yeah. confront him on any of these things? Um, you know, it's it's sort of like a. I, I think I, I think I did at some point like years ago, and you know, like, hey, Dad, remember you used to lie to us and tell us <laughs> you made it snow, and he would just chuckle and go, "Yeah, that was just some fun times." Yeah, fun for you, weirdo. <laughs> oh, that's a good story. Thanks, buddy. All right. Best show, hi. Hello. Hello. Uh, Tom? Yes, hi. Hi, uh, this is Ben in Durham, North Carolina. Ben in Durham, North Carolina, part of the Triangle, which consists of Chapel Hill, Durham, and Raleigh. Yes, indeed. Um, What's going on tonight, Ben? You relax, you um, relax, Ben. Um, I have a dumb thing that I believed as a kid. Okay, what's that? Um, so, um, you know, like in in the suburbs, if you're like in a cul-de-sac or like dead end or whatever, you'll sometimes see the sign that says like no outlet. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to think like when I was really, really like what that that meant that like the houses on that street didn't have electrical outlets. Really? You so you thought there was just like no electricity on the street? Or like like I guess there were like like any kind of electricity that was like in the wall like in the walls that didn't involve outlets, like so you could turn on like lights or like the AC or whatever, but like you couldn't plug in the T V. Mm-hmm. No, that makes yeah, sense. So, yeah, I guess there, I, I was probably like, you know, seven years old or something and had just learned what the word outlet meant. Yeah. Yeah. And so I thought those houses just didn't have electrical outlets in them. Yeah, you thought you thought they just didn't uh, they just didn't wire them up at that side of town on that side of town, huh? Yeah, because it was at the end of the street or something. Yeah, why bother, right? Yeah, they'll roll with those. It. Th- those people were out of luck. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Sorry, guys. We sure wish. Uh, you guys should have some power sometimes. It's pretty sweet. Yep. It's pretty sweet to uh, have electricity in your house. Someday you'll know what it's like. But you guys have no outlet. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Well, that's a good one, Ben. Yeah. That, well, that's all I had. Um, just wanted to say that one. All right. All right. What Thanks else? For taking my call. You have a good night, buddy. You too. What else is going on, Ben? Ben, what else is going on? Oh, you're not there anymore. I'm just here by myself. That's okay. I'm just here by myself, Ben. Don't worry. Don't you worry, Ben. It'll just be me by myself. I'll get through. I'll get through it. I'll get through it, Ben. Just me by myself. Best show, hi. Hey. Hey, who's this? This is Ed. Ed, where are you calling from? Seattle. Ed. How you doing? I'm all right. What's up, Ed? Uh, I got something for the topic. What do you got, buddy? Uh, When I was about like four or five, I thought um, the president who at the time was H.W. Bush, I thought he was God. (laughs) Uh, uh-huh. 
and uh, like a godly figure. And I thought that uh, Peter Jennings looked like him, and I felt really guilty that uh, I thought of Peter Jennings as a false idol. So you thought Peter Jennings was a false idol, <laughs> but as opposed to the real god who was George H.W. Bush. Yeah. You thought you were just like... I felt really guilty. Uh-huh. That this, mm-hmm. that this, this phony baloney, Peter Jennings... <laughs> yeah, I was afraid to tell my parents. You were you were afraid to tell your parents what? Did you believe uh, this? Yeah, that Peter. I thought Peter Jr. looked like George Bush. Yeah. How do you think he got there? What do you think? You saw him on TV one time or something, and he seemed he seemed Who, kind Peter of, Jennings. No, uh, George H. W. Bush. Yeah, I think it was TV because you know when you watch the news when you're that young. It's just like, this guy's the most important dude. Like, he's like the supreme leader. So I thought he was just like, God, like my parents talk about God and stuff. And I was like, well, that's that dude. Yeah. You're the end. Yeah. So that, that's a, it's a short, short step from that guy to God. <laughs> that makes sense. I got you. Yeah. When you're a little kid. Yeah. Sure. No, I, I get it. I get the logic. <laughs> yeah. All right, buddy. All right, Tom. Bang. Best show, hi. Hello. 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 Yes, hello. Hi, Tom. This is Michael. Michael, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Chicago. What's going on in Chicago, Michael? Nothing's going on in Chicago. Where are you, Tom? Where am I? I'm in New Jersey. Yeah. Where I always am. Oh, okay. Yeah. The dumbest thing that I believed when I was a kid. Yeah, what's that? My brother told me that uh, when I got cut, if I drank my blood, that it would go back into my body. So every time I got cut, I would suck on the cut, and I would swallow the blood because I thought it was going to go back into my body. Yeah, like you, it makes it. I, that makes sense in a in a in a strange way. You're just you're putting it back in. But I believed that until I was like 12, I think. Okay. Well, that's... That doesn't seem too late in life for you? Well, maybe you just didn't question it until you were 12. It's not like you... You know what I mean? It's not like you believed it because you were thinking about it every day and still believing it. Yeah, that's true. might have taken you a while to evaluate it. That's true. And I then... never questioned anything that my brother said to me. Yeah, why was he the the big boss? Uh, he was he, he was a big boss for me. Was he your hero? Uh, he was my hero. I don't know if he's my hero anymore. I like him. I like him well enough, but yeah. I think he was my hero in the same way that any big brother was when you sure. were did a he, child. Did he did he uh, beat the tar out of you? Yeah, we used to listen to Backstreet Boys. And jump on the bed and wrestle. And one day he pushed me off and I fell on my neck. So, um, yeah, that was probably the worst he ever beat me up. So the two of you were listening to Backstreet Boys and roughhousing. 
Yeah, we used to we listen to Backstreet Boys. I remember we just went back to school shopping and got all our new clothes. Mm-hmm. And I got a red Nike, like, I, I don't know what the style of hat is, but it's like a Kangol hat. And we were wearing it backwards, and we were jumping on the bed, listening to Backstreet Boys wrestling, and then it pushed me off the bed. There you go. I like it. Sounds like a real hoot over there. And then, yeah, I ruptured my disc in, a, in my back. and <laughs> Yeah, did permanent damage. That's great. Did permanent damage. It yeah. was great. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> All right, buddy. You have a good night. Okay, I'm a, I'm a bad caller, Tom. No, you're not. This is a good call. Okay, I'll talk to you later. All right, you take care. <laughs> Bye. Bye that was a good call. It's a good call. The guy thought it was a bad call. It's a good call. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. This is uh, Mike from Toronto. Mike from Toronto. Now, is this the mic that I like? Yes, I, I think so. I talked over you once, and I didn't mean to. Sorry about that. That's all right. How but, are yeah, you? you've liked how, me on other calls. How are you, Mike? I'm all right, buddy. I'm uh, on my, my basement's a mess. Okay. The, my flooded basement. I talked to you about it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Stinks. Yeah, it's funny how uh, you keep the good memories. Well, I, I kept my good memories in a in a cardboard box. Mm-hmm. Yep. So did I. And all the and all the and all the bad stuff and you know waterproof plastic oh, containers. Yep. Yeah. Same thing I did. Yep. Same thing. Yeah, I the, did. Oh, oh, this plastic stuff that's protected. Oh, I should throw this out anyway. Yeah. Yep. Why would I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nope. I got you all too, all too, all too well. I know what you're talking about. Uh, oh well, whatever. It's uh, I'm I'm lucky to have a basement, right? Yeah, exactly. You got some nice yeah. things in your life. You're all right. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, how's the show going? What do I miss? Oh, not a whole lot. You'll catch it when you listen to it. All right. That's all right. One. Are uh, Are you still doing uh, weirdos? Now we're talking about the dumb things you re- believed when you were a kid. Hmm. That's what we've right. been talking about tonight. Dumb things believed when you were a kid. Oh, okay. Um, can I throw it a weirdo anyway just because... No, you can't. Come on, guy. Best show, hi. Hello? Hello, hi. Is that Tom? Yes, hi. Welcome. Hello? Yes! Can you hear me? Nope. Best show, hi. Hello. Hello? Hello, hi. Hey. Hey. Hey, Tom? Yeah. Hey, it's Brian from Toronto. How's it going? What's up, Brian? Not much. I finally got through. Yeah, why well, you're here. What's up? Yeah. Not you, much. You did Just it. Just hanging out. I, uh, my, my hockey team got put out of the playoff race hours ago. Who's that now? Montreal Canadiens. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it is what it is. We'll be back next year. Yeah. All the teams I'll will be back next year. That's true. Good point. So what do you, uh, what do you got for me, buddy? Uh, yeah, for the topic, I, uh, I don't know if maybe my older brothers told me this, but, uh, I once believed that, uh, like the sky was a extension of the ocean so that if you, sailed far enough you would basically just be in the sky Mm -hmm. i think it has something to do with the fact that i grew up on an island near the atlantic so who knows but pretty stupid really 
Kind of makes sense in a weird way, though. It looks the same. Yeah, yeah. Both blue for the most part. Yeah. Expansive um, and blue and and deep and wide. I see that. You're all right yeah. with that one. I think, you, that, I think that's the sign of a good imagination, that one. Hey, fair enough. Also probably the sign of my, my older brother's playing trickery on me. Yeah. Well, look at you Who now. Knows? Look at you now, right? Yeah. I'm living in Toronto. Yeah. I'm living the dream. Yeah. You're out of Montreal. <laughs> well, actually, I grew up on Printer Island. You're out of um, Printer Island. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, I'm living in the big city. Doing it. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> now you're in the big Got city. It. You know it. Stomping around. Being a... Eating, eating slices of pizza everywhere. Oh, yeah. You're living the life. Look at you. Yeah. They're, 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 they'll yeah. never know that life. True. True. The, uh, the the winters out there can be quite rough. Out on Printer Island? Yeah, yeah. It uh, basically goes into, lot, like, just shutdown mode. Yeah. Got to have a s- strong shovel and a stronger back. You know it. Right? Actually, me and my, me and my brothers used to shovel uh, the copious amounts of snow uh, in our driveway, and uh, our neighbors used to ask my father, why doesn't he get a snow lower and he'd always quip uh i've got three of them right here they don't cost me a, a cent yeah that's great that was a big part of my childhood there you go and that's why that's also why you went to the big city yeah to get the hell away from yes home. exactly no. yeah yeah all right buddy you know what i know it. you have a good night yeah you too night best show hi hey tom it's christopher from the los angeles guy Christopher from Los Angeles. What's up, Christopher? What? Uh, what happened to your call, buddy? Christopher, you did. You, you're gone, Christopher. Hmm. Yeah, this might be a short one. Phone's just ain't ringing tonight. Trying to, it got uh, family stuff to take care of. That's why this is a pre-recorded show. Trying to always keep a best show out there for you. It's important to me. Uh, so there we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, a five, a four, a three, a two, a one. All right, look, I'll call it. I'm just trying to put. Uh, I I appreciate all you guys listening and supporting the show over at Patreon.com/slash/TheBestShow. Even when real life flares up and makes it so it's hard sometimes to do the show, you got. I gotta do it. I'm trying. I'm trying. Oh, 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 best show, hi. Hello. Hi, Tom. Hi, yes. How are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? This is Luke from Cincinnati. Luke, what's going on tonight? Um, I just saw the topic. It was dumb things you believed as a kid. Yeah. Um, well, I just thought of something. Um, I just have this memory of... My sister, we, my sister and I were in 
climbing a tree or whatever, and she was telling me that whenever you hear, like, a car screech their tires, like, you know, you hear that off in the distance, it's, it means that they crossed the double yellow line. <laughs> and I believe that for a long time. So they would have a screech. Anytime the car screeches, the, the double yellow line is, is, is some sort of warning system? Yes, yes. Almost like the like the rumble strips on the side of the on the yeah. right side of the the lane, yeah. yeah. Keeping her from driving off into the into the trees. Exactly. I love it. That's that's and you believe that for how long? Oh, probably years after that. Wow. I mean I was like three or four. Did you ever confront your but, sister about it? Later yes, I did. I mean we talk to talk about it still today and it's like why why would you lie to me? Mm-hmm. What did she say? Well, she's like, well, I thought that too. Like she believed it too. I don't know where she got that idea. That's but, that's what it comes down to is where'd she get it from? Yeah, I have no idea, but she passed it on to me and I believed it too. So it's like the lies are, you know, that's how the lies, how lies work. That's how lies work. They get spread. Yeah. Nobody yeah. knows where they started, but you know, you know <laughs> where they don't, you know where they stop. They don't. Yeah. They don't. All right, buddy. That's all I got. Thank oh, you. That's a good call. Thanks for the call. You have a good night. Bye. Bye. Goodbye to you. As Patty Smythe once said, goodbye to you. When she was the leader of the band Scandal. All right, guys. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you being a part of the night. Best show will be back live hopefully next week. We'll do that for you. And we appreciate it. And I never take it for granted. Thank you for listening. Best show saying bye-bye. I guess I should play some music or something on the way out. I'll just play. No, another call. Wait. Best show, hi. Hello, hi. Hey, Paul. How are you? I'm good. Who's this? This is Christopher from Los Angeles calling. Christopher from Los Angeles. What's up, Christopher? Uh, I just thought you were ringing up. I saw that you were taping a show on uh, Twitter. That's right. What, what do you got for me, buddy? Well... Uh, when I was a kid, you know, when people would say uh, that you shouldn't be casting aspersions on someone, mm-hmm. I thought that they said casting nasturtiums, and it wasn't until a couple of years ago that somebody corrected me on that. Casting? You thought it was casting nasturtiums? Nasturtiums, which is a type of flower. The Say it again. The? Nasturtiums. Nasturtiums. Nasturtiums, which is a kind of Nasturtiums. what? <laughs> what is it? A kind of thing? It's a flower. A flower. So you thought it was casting flowers on people? Yeah, and I couldn't understand why that would be a bad thing. Because you're just like you're throwing nice flowers on them. What would be so bad about that? Exactly. Well, that's a good one, <laughs> buddy. Thanks, Tom. Thank hey, you. Thanks so for everything, man. I love what you do. Oh, you're sweet to say that. You have a great night. You too. Thanks a lot, man. Bye. Bye. All right. Best show saying goodbye.